One. In the early summer afternoon, Quarret paced back and forth across the narrow stone stoop outside the main entrance to the hold house at Nordrule, occasionally blotting the sweat off his forehead and glancing up at the worn and graying limestone walls and the single square tower that was likely centuries old. The grounds had received indifferent care, and it was clear that the hold house had been cleaned quickly and received new linens just before he had arrived, along with a few rankers and others to assist the hold staff. Just for Vylora and me? That was only one of the things that worried Quarret about what Bayar had in mind. Quarret had been waiting for Vylora for well over a week. He had mostly recovered from the efforts that had changed the battle over Faravel from what would have likely been a bloody standoff into an overwhelming victory for Lord Bayar and Teleron. But at the uncounted cost of revealing to Bayar the scope of his imaging abilities, and the other cost he had not even imagined. He shook his head, not wanting to think about it, or about the icy dreams, along with the bruises and strained muscles that had kept him from sleeping on several nights. Before all that long, he'd be recalled to duty on the forthcoming campaign into Bavaria, and yet Bayar had insisted that Quart recover at one of Bayar's less imposing estates and wait for the arrival of Vylora. Is that to keep me away from the commanders and the imagers? Why? So he and Miskel or Dukalin can see if they can do without me? Somehow, Quarit had strong doubts that Bayar's protestations of concern about him were the only reasons why he had been recuperating in the comparative luxury available at Nordrule, even awaiting Vylora, especially since he likely would only be able to spend a few days with her. He paced back across the stones once again. A courier had galloped up less than a glass before, saying that his wife was some three mils away. Since then, every moment of that Marty afternoon had felt like a quint, every quint like a glass. He'd even asked the kitchen staff to have a light afternoon meal ready, not that he felt like eating, but she might well after the long ride. What is taking her so long? He glanced toward the long winding drive once again, then stopped as he saw riders, He forced himself to stand still and wait while they rode up the narrow, worn, and graveled way. When they were more than a hundred yards away, he could see Vylora, with Captain Ellerit riding beside her, and a full company following them. Once more he was amazed at the grace with which she rode, and what a striking figure she was in the saddle. But then you've always found her so. Their eyes held each other's as soon as she turned her mount around the overgrown garden that the approach drive circled, although neither spoke as she rode toward him and then reined up. "'My thanks to you, Captain.' Quart inclined his head to Ellerit, then stepped down to the mounting block. "'My pleasure, sir.' Quart was already looking into Vylora's light brown eyes, even before she dismounted and stepped into his arms. For several moments he just held her, before murmuring in Bavarian, as they did when alone, I missed you. I missed you too. Her arms tightened about him. I worried about you. 
worried about me when I heard you'd been injured? By Laura eased back. I didn't hurt you? It wasn't that kind of injury. I got caught in the ice storm. He lowered his voice. I'll explain later. You'd better, she whispered, as her arms went around him again, if but for a long moment before she stepped back. It's been a long ride, and I was so worried. Would you like something to eat? If you wouldn't mind, dearest. Her smile was impish. If it doesn't take too long to prepare. Those should have been my words, he replied with a soft laugh. I said them for you, but I am hungry. I thought you might be. I asked the kitchen to have a light meal ready.